flashes with Top Scaffolding. For the top team in scaffolding, visit topscaffolding.co.uk. Design, quote, deliver. How many talking points come out of a Celtic game at the moment? You know, we can talk about goalkeepers, you can talk about Shane Duffy. Everyone was hoping that, you know, Lee Griffiths and Edward get them back together. That could be something between now and the end of the season. Lee Griffiths is off at half time, Tom Rogic comes on, Mark Wilson. It's. It's been all over the place for a while And this is just the latest episode Yeah um, The Lee Griffiths one's interesting He must pick up a knock Because he did sure make a, thank yeah. you, I so, um, so it's up to you know Tom Rogic to, to try and find something out But you're right Gordon It's the latest episode And what has been a long running Soap opera for Celtic this year You made a good point there What does criticism look like If this result remains the same Or if Celtic go on to to level things or even win the game what does criticism look like now because we've seen the fans outside Celtic Park we saw then peaceful protests we saw fans call for the manager to go the chief executive to go it's all been and went without anything changing yeah, it's almost like and the same the, results keep happening the anger peaked then yeah, and I don't know if it's made way to people just actually scunnered with it now not not, not caring as much you know that that was like the angriest point if you like and that mm-hmm. was ages ago yeah but so, it's not like things have got any better nothing has changed nothing you, the the board didn't change anything you know it's the same players making the same mistakes and we're getting the same results having said that Alex Ray St yep. Mirren are not only winning because Celtic have been poor St Mirren are winning because they look confident yeah. they look like a side that smell blood today and they look like a side that won 5-1 during the week you, yeah we said before uh, the opening goal Gordon that they felt as if they'd settled in very well to the match they look like a team who are playing with plenty of confidence and, and they've worked the ball brilliantly at times and uh, for me Jim Duffy hit it, uh, the nail on the head at half time and he says they thoroughly deserve to be in the lead Right, Mark Wilson, let's do this for the second half. The second half teaser. With Monday Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, and all the reaction to the weekend's games. I played six seasons in one of Europe's top leagues. During my time in Scotland, I won the SPL and Scottish Cup and was sent off during an old firm game. I have over 70 caps for my country. Who am I? So I played six seasons in one of Europe's top leagues. During my time in Scotland, I won the SPL and Scottish Cup and was sent off during an old firm game. I have over 70 caps for my country. Who am I? That's doable. I think that is definitely doable this afternoon. So at Clyde SSB, you can see the question there and that's where you need to tweet your answers. You do need to beat everyone else to the punch though, so be quick. Who am I? At Clyde SSB. Gordon Dale, I don't think you've got it yet. <laughs> no, no, question. no, no, I don't think I'll be getting that either until you tell me. Did Alex you Ray thinks he's got it, but he doesn't. Oh. Who? Oh. Alex Ray thought he had it, but he doesn't. <sighs> Mm. Your Ian Black shout last week was particularly impressive Yeah but <laughs> well, I've not really tuned into the now Roger Hanna's got it wrong no, so maybe oh. it is a bit, yeah. maybe He's not as good as what he used to be Roger's having a, a Celtic this year I think ah, Did they not lose and beat form. the pundit a yeah, couple of weeks ago? He does start on minus one though on beat the pundit Doesn't uh, really well. matter he's nothing better out to do himself so yeah, he should he's not got a social life now. Exactly. Nah. Hey, mates. Watch <laughs> has been slammed. Roger. Roger. To be fair, he, he brought some uh, array of biscuits in a couple of weeks ago. Fair play to him. Is that all he's contributed <laughs> this oh, season? Yeah, that's, that's, his full, that's his full repertoire. Uh, right, I've got a tweet in here, um, and it's from a woman who says she wants to keep her, her tweet anonymous, if you like, but she sent me a message to say. 
um, Can you please tell Gordon That his episode of Guess the Lyrics Really wasn't what I anticipated today I just found myself making a half-time coffee And singing God Less Peckingham <laughs> I have no idea about Only Fools and Horses And I've got no idea what that song is But here we are Yeah, I'm touching a lot of people just now The fact that uh, Some things no don't change Aye <laughs> anyway, if we get any, any football action that can distract us from that conversation, please. Anyway, that's brilliant, isn't it? People are out making cups of tea, getting the words wrong. That's, that is, that's the power of Clyde One Super Scoreboard. I, I don't really know what else to say. Um, yeah, so there we go. God, God, Godless, Godless Peckingham, I think was the was the line. Move on. Um, yeah, we'll move on uh, to something else that we can slag you with later in the half, no doubt. Any early goals to tell us about? I don't think so. Don't forget, we're still looking for your Panini sticker thoughts, memories, tributes, anything you've got at all. This is on the back of the recent um, publication of the Scotland national team. We've got one. We're back because we're at a major tournament, and we thought we would celebrate that by asking all of your uh, thoughts and memories. Have we got a goal? We do have a goal. Where is it, though? Goal flashes. With top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. We told you at halftime this was coming. Guy Melamed has scored for St Johnston, so there's a bit wow. of life left in that one. <laughs> Kilmarnock 2 0 up against the run of play in the first half. Melamed has scored, and the Saints are back in it. That's, that's the most life I've seen in Dazzler for about 10 years there. He's, he's back in the old uh, Huey Zacker. Just because St Johnson has yeah, scored Yeah, one of his teams got a goal uh, yeah. Another great save from Craig Gordon He is performing very well today For Hearts, are still goalless Hearts And Dunfermline Does he go to the Euros, boys, would you reckon? Yeah, yeah, got he's got he? to Yeah, yeah But, yeah, I mean, Hearts in that league I think we all expected Hearts just to romp that With the squad they've got I mean, in today's, you know, report from Roger there Craig Gordon made mm. several good saves today don't half give up some chances at home. St Mirren coming close again, but it's a shot deflected over the top by Shane Duffy this time. So a lot of time spent talking about him, um, but over just Ma- top in the end. Just moments ago, sorry, I, was, I just seen Shane Duffy on the ball there. Now, oh, I know. and he has probably 20 yards clear space in front of him. And the St Mirren team are leaving him on the ball. And you could just see the fear in him about travelling with the ball. He's actually looking up instead of running with the ball and getting into space and picking a pass. He decides just to kick it long as as far as he can go, and it just looked like a player short of all yeah. confidence wants the ball away from him, and you do feel from. Yeah, it's a snapshot by Kev McAllister. Duffy gets a deflection. <laughs> it's and Kyle. It's Kevin's in the house setting booby traps for the burglars that are going to come at Christmas. It's Kyle McAllister. Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> do, I know, do I know the thing about that? Jim Duffy made the same. Was it, someone made the same mistake. Yeah, last do you know night. the thing is? It's because he's been terrorising me on that podcast that he does. I've already threatened him with the lawyers, Gordon, but um, it was a good opportunity. Uh, deflected wide corner to St. Mirren. Yes, yeah, so St Mirren looking confident Celtic not so much We are still on the subject of football stickers on Twitter Graham Shankland says Me and my brother um, Thought that we would share one And we needed Alan Sunderland from Arsenal oh, What the hell do he had? For the full book And we were running around the playground He says we managed to get him Still got it at home Full book Probably our biggest achievement at school <laughs> <laughs> There Never mind the A-levels uh, And oh, Hard luck story from Gavin I completed the 0203 SPL album Which is some going in itself uh, I had every single player in the league Sign the album When they came to Fir Park Except Celtic Because Martin O'Neill's superstition about autographs Meant Celtic oh, didn't do on, them come on Martin Come on Wow I didn't know that superstition What was it? 
But he didn't like people signing <laughs> autographs. What, before a game? What more just, what, what, what no, 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 not totally. I don't know. It must just be before a game, surely. Well, either way, Gavin has got every single player in the 0203 book. They've all signed it, apart from the Celtic team, because Martin Neal wouldn't let them. Well, what superstition that is. I never signed in because nobody asked. Wraith Rovers 2, Dundee 1, Reagan <laughs> Tumulty has put Wraith Rovers in front, a heavy one. Uh, against Hearts during the week So they're looking to get back to winning ways Come back to Matt's point about uh, romping the league Were they not nine points clear Hearts Well or before the, the state of play of the day Start of play Yeah they were uh, Dunfermline have a, a game in hand I think But uh, yeah no, listen, I think they are. canter it they are, But I think uh, What I meant was I thought they would be more comfortable in games, games at yeah, uh, And I just think they give a, an awful lot of chances At home um, for well, Wraith got. got went there last week. Scored three. Scored three. Yeah. You know. So is there a wee bit of can't win there though? Because like we said, so there is that that points gap, and you are remembering chances they give up. That's not to say that you're wrong, but you know, how many points is enough points for Hearts this season because of the expectation level yeah, that's on them? Yeah, you're totally right. You can't win, but that's what that's the pressure and the expectation that comes when you you spend so much in your squad. I mean, probably what Hearts are putting out in their squad. Would dwarf a lot of the teams in the bottom six uh, in the Premiership. So maybe I'm being harsh, but mm. um, interesting to see that Dunfermline, who've mm. had we kind of slump in terms of draws this season, are probably the team in the ascendancy. Still fancy Hearts right enough. Lauren Shanklin close to a United equaliser, deflected shot saved in the end by the legs of the goalkeeper. Remember, Hibs are one up in that one. I think Lauren Shanklin, just mentioned him, Dundee United will be happy. To keep him past another transfer window again. Did do you I think so? I think, I, no, I know he's been. I think they'd be delighted to get rid of him for money, only for oh, money. Right, you mean for cash money, all oh, right? Okay. Cash yeah, in, yeah. Because yeah, of course, because it's you know Tony Ashkar, um, you know, sport oh, director has come, like up, come out and said you know they're struggling. So I think that any good offer coming in for Shankly, I think they'd be delighted to get the money in. They've just actually got 100 grand off the fans uh, Foundation up there So you know They're clearly Looking to try and get some money Into the club You're right Dazzler mm. Thank you Alec <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jamie Russell That was the guy who had completed Was it four books Or three books What did we say Four completed sticker albums He sent me the picture of uh, Jim Duffy Age 27 With his hair um, well, Oh no with, Still with no hair um, well, uh, 27 oh, Yeah I mean seriously Jim Jim I'm sure has Has been he was reminded of this many times Talk about a tough Mary Hill paper yeah. round 27 27 No way is he 27 now <laughs> And he's going to have to sit and wait He's going to have to wait and have his payback on you lot At quarter oh, to five He's going to need to wait 27 three, oh. three years, Four years younger than me in that picture Mark, Mark oh, he, uh, he, became my, he became my gaffer I think it was two years he after that He looks like my granda Actually, genuinely, I didn't. I didn't realise he was. Tw- I knew he'd packed in due to injury, but I didn't realise he was twenty nine when he when he came to the club. Oh, he does. He looks younger now. Seriously, <laughs> no. he's younger he now. That's he a does. shocking thing to say. He That's does. a compliment have you the, to Jim. Have you the photograph. He's, he's looking smashing now. <sighs> Right, are Celtic looking at all like they will get yeah, back into yeah, this? Absolutely, yeah. They're getting a bit more joy, a lot more possession of the ball in the roundabout. Uh, the St Mirren eighteen uh, yard box score, and they're just trying to probe at the moment. Yeah, Edward trying to be that focal point. Remember, Lee Griffiths taking off at the break, so we need to find out if that was a enforced. Yeah, an enforced change or not. I thought I'd seen him getting a bit of treatment going. I thought he was struggling a little bit. Me could be wrong, but I've got a funny feeling that if you're two one down against Edmund at home, 
And you've got Griffiths and Edward who scored against Hamill midway. I don't think you take Griffiths off at half time, do you? Yeah, Jim's confirming he was 29 when he managed Falkirk. Yes. A, an old head and young sh- on young shoulders. <laughs> a, a man with a boy's face. It was known as uh, Denison. So there we go. Right. Uh, any other goals to tell you about? I don't think so. Um, yeah, Livingston Aberdeen still goalless. Does that surprise you or is that. Mark Wilson, right, go on, speak because you're frantically waving at me. You're you must not have having s- Duffy today, I, are you? Again, I, I just the exact same situation. Centre half at Celtic with the ball should be comfortable enough to come out and pick a pass, maybe even draw a midfielder to him before knocking a rhino. Duffy has been left on the ball and he's almost, you know, lost what to do with it. With 20 yards of space ahead of him, he's stopping. In the middle of the pitch And thinking I need to get this ball away But you from said me. He should be comfortable He's not comfortable Right hold Mark. on He's though not confident. Is that not a vicious circle Because yes. of the confidence that, yeah. That's what that is More than anything isn't it mm. Yeah You yeah. yeah. can yeah. debate his ability all day But that just looks like A guy that's yeah. terrified Yeah he's he has, mm. he's, he's going through A very difficult moment I remember the start of the season When they were talking about Bringing Duffy in And all we heard from Celtic fans Is he went I know nonsense A guy can defend Doesn't matter if he can play it for the back I'll be honest with you See the way Celtic play Guys like Julian, guys like Ayer, so much more comfortable than Duffy. Mm. I think, Alex, in this situation here, you've got to uh, look at your midfield, Sorrow and McGregor, to just go and take the ball oh, off them. Get a few yards away and say, listen, just pass it a couple of yards to me. I'll do the work for you. You don't have to worry about anything apart from defending. Just give me the ball. But yeah. he's he's lost out there at the minute. Yeah, it's difficult to walk. I don't. Th- I can't remember a player like Celtic coming with such a big reputation, who's going through such a hard time. Mark. Mm. Yeah. I just taking a wee look at some of the results around the country and around Europe as well. I'm, I'm, I'm a real student of the game. I like to keep an eye on what's happening elsewhere. Um, Air three, Alloa one, Aaron Muirhead a bit further afield. Um, some Dutch football. Just checking out the scores, and it turns out that. Um, Quite a, an impressive scoreline coming in from the Netherlands. Den Bosch have drawn four all today, and um, there was one guy that scored all four goals. The striker Jiz Hornkamp. And on that note, let's move on to the second half teaser. <laughs> Good and on see if we've got Good any, on if we've got any answers coming in. Mark Wilson, remind us of the question. <laughs> Oh, I wish the answer was Jizz Horncamp oh, I wish my mic was on <laughs> I played six <laughs> I played six seasons In one of Europe's top leagues During my time in Scotland I won the SPL and Scottish Cup And was sent off during An old firm game I have over 70 caps for my country Who am I? Right, let's see what we've got on this We'll only do wrong answers at the moment To try and steer you in the right direction Stephen McEwen's gone Frank DeBoer No Um... Elhad's Diouf from Brian Shaw Deborah thinks it's Elhad's Diouf as well Nope Alex Ray thinks it's two guy That's wrong also No I'm like Alex I'll tell you what The range of answers here Fantastic um, Rob Lindsay says Thomas Gravison Your old pal Oh no um, Big shirt, B though. says Jonas Tern oh, No Lachlan says Claudio Canidia Nope Jack Tullock says Mark Hately 70 caps 70 I don't caps. think so no. Jenkins says Daniel Kuzan still gives Mark Wilson nightmares. Right? Joe Connolly <laughs> says Arthur Newman. No, not Arthur, Arthur Newman. This one, you know, it's a good question because every answer is, is different. Does it, do we have right answers yet? I think oh, we've only got one, so the wow. podium Google, still has Google. room on it. We've built a bigger podium to help you all socially distance, so there's still room on the podium at Clyde SSB. Only one person I think has got this right. Sideshow Bob thinks it's Senderos. No, it's not him. Nicky Breslin thinks it's Lubo Moravchik. No, it's not him 
either So keep them coming in At Clyde SSB Still asking for your Football sticker thoughts Who's the one guy Who is the one player That springs to mind When you think of football stickers Did you ever complete an album Who is the Guy that you just couldn't get rid of Who was the guy that you needed Scotland back in about a major tournament We've got our own sticker album ahead of the Euros uh, So I wanted to get all your memories on it And how did they differentiate uh, On the sticker books What were action shots of players And what were just head ones I don't know Aye. No. I never quite liked my head shots No? I liked, I liked action shots when I was in the, the sticker books Very vain did you ever feature as, as <laughs> an action shot? Well, the action shot, well, it, may, it would have differed. I, I think not? I had Rising Star. I think That's I had one of those. Say, did, it, star. did it not depend on you know the, these wee categories, Rising Star or Top Scorer or yeah. Fans Favourite? I think they had different biggest sort of categories. I've <laughs> <laughs> won a few things like that. Someone did tweet me earlier, but I've lost the tweet, so apologies to say uh, it's a good job they didn't do 3D stickers. Am I standing in here with three male models? Well, no. there's only two in that studio, Gordon. Well, exactly. Sorry, Alec. Um, a Yeti and Christie are on. El Yunusi and Sorrow are off. So again, just um, yeah, Sorrow was making a lot of changes. Sorrow was struggling there, Gordon. Uh, McAllister drove past him from the middle of the park. Maybe he's just trying to freshen up uh, something there. So you know, as we look at the Yul, wolf, yeah, he's just coming on now as well. Young McAllister going off. Mm. Uh, yeah, Brophy's coming on as well for St Mirren they, That was a few minutes ago They made a couple of changes That I uh, was going to tell you about But you were all talking nonsense at the time uh, Daz is impressed with Brophy's build Because no, no, seen no, strip no, off No, I'm impressed with the tattoo The tattoo? Yeah Of the wolf The wolf uh, uh, So, I mean, Mark, again the, the kind of random nature of Celtic at the moment as well Albin Ayeti when, where's when, he been? I don't know where's he been when, when did he last contribute mm. 5 million quid uh, yeah um, you look at what a week, a week and a half ago at Livingston Celtic went to get back in the game Kamala comes on um, this time it's a Yeti doesn't seem to be any real pecking order it seems to be mix and match and I think that tells you everything about the current Celtic squad at the minute that the manager is looking yeah. at them and thinking well you know I can't really I can't really back any years to give me what I want, so I'm going to try several different things. So that's that's kind of where Celtic are at the minute. Same with the goalkeepers. Couldn't he really uh, put his life in any of them, so he mixes and matches them. Same with the strikers. Rangers, Rangers fans, you might be interested to know Kai Kennedy has scored for Wraith Rovers. They're now 3-1 up at home to Dundee. He's been getting rave reviews at times for his performances, so I don't know, maybe one... One that could make an impact next season, Alex? Yeah, they were looking to... Uh, well, they did extend his contract, Gordon. There was a wee bit of a dispute. And, uh, you know, he's now going up to Rafe Rovers. Started very well. And uh, he's really a little buzz bomb. Very direct. Likes to get defenders on the back foot. So that'll do him the world of good, Gordon. I think these guys need to get out and play first-team football. It's a good grounding in the Championship against some senior players. It's just about kind of learning for these guys and then try and make a breakthrough when it comes. So Gordon, have Celtic changed shape or anything or are those all like for like? Have they, um, does a Yeti's introduction yeah, mean they've yeah, gone back to, to two up top? Yeah, a Yeti's going right up with Edward. They need a goal, Gordon. Uh, they're hoping he can produce something. Um, when he came to Celtic at first, he, we called him the box player because he wasn't really interested in the build-up. Yep. He didn't like coming away too deep. Uh, he more was interested in anything coming across the face. going, in, And he got a few goals at the beginning. He had but, some good finishes, didn't he? Yeah, he certainly did. And all of a sudden you're thinking that could have been a good signing. Then 
seems to have disappeared it's just been a poor season for Celtic a lot of players playing with no confidence at all they'll just be desperate for this season to finish because it's been an absolute nightmare for he them. needs a goal does he needs a goal I think you have to go back to the 27th of September before Ayeti last scored which is ridiculous you know when you're paying 5 million but he's pounds. not played a lot of football like yeah, if, but, you know but, what I mean but the, the, time he, the times that he has come on Gordon, that he has very rarely shined. Uh, for me, he has to play with a partner because being that number one striker, number nine, I don't think, as you rightly said, I think he's a poacher and he likes to get goals in about the box. But the link in the, not for me, doesn't have it. You look at the players on the pitch for Celtic just now. Uh, We've got another goal. Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. Kilmarnock 2 St Johnston oh, 2 Murray Davidson has equalised Andrew McLean told you at half time that's why you always listen to the eyewitnesses Kelly were 2-0 up it did not reflect the balance of play and St Johnston are level he knows his stuff didn't he Mark he knows big Andrew at the game he knows yeah, his stuff he he knows. Knows. Yeah. I thought you are going to give me a compliment there. <laughs> I, listen I'm up I've, I've got it for a draw Oh, Kelly St Johnston so I was just quietly going about my business need so, Celtic to score a couple right enough <laughs> When Callum Davidson's in there at half time is that that's obviously the message then isn't it Alex Ham- yeah. hammering home the f- oh we've got another goal at Tannadice Goal Flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs Dundee United nil, Hibs 2 and it's Martin Boyle always a danger for Hibs didn't start the game against Rangers during the week did he mm-hmm. uh, but he's back in today and he's scoring goals Air 4 Alloa 1 Luke McCowan um, mm-hmm. looks like Air are going to run away with that one but Hibs Comfortable now Yeah I, I think you Had to fancy Hibs today I mean if you're losing Five goals No disrespect to St Mirren Five goals at home To St Mirren Then you know You are weak defensively mm. And Hibs going there With the attacking players Have got Fancied them strongly Do United need to be careful now Because yes. they were They were six without a win Going into today Looks like it will be Seven without a win And when you look at The the sort of league table They, they were in the top six But look at what's going on Round yeah. about them um, Livingston for instance were, are 7 points ahead of United with a game in hand so Livy are gone from them you, a lot of people would mm-hmm. imagine and it's really it's crowded below that Alex that bottom yep. 6 is now very crowded Gordon 1-1 one, one, if they lose today Dundee United 1-1 one, one and 11 for Dundee United it's a shocking start and they're on free fall at the moment and they really need to be careful I know they've got the points to buy because of the early form but that, that, that kind of form will be alarming for Mickey Mellon yeah, I think the the start you're, you said there, Alec, uh, has been so important to them because I know they're sitting in six just now, but if St Mirren do hold out at Celtic Park and we're looking at Dundee United going to lose today, then St Mirren leapfrog them. Dundee United, Mickey Mellon uh, is under a bit of pressure. And you I think know so? That you, yeah, I, 100%. I think, oh, yeah, oh, I think he has to stay in the yeah. division. 100, stay in the by the way, I'm telling you now, 100% he's under pressure. I think for... What Gordon says They're staying in the division But you throw in The problems that United Have had behind the scenes There's a big chance For Celtic a couple of moments ago And it kicked the ball Straight to Tom Rogic He collected it In the edge of the box And Mirren did have Bodies back And and in the end Managed to to clear it away It's not like Celtic Made a complete mess of it But um, Perhaps Ooh Rugby Park Is where it's at Come on Goal flashes With top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs Kelly 2 St Johnson 3 2-0 down at the break And now 3-2 up Ali McCann The Northern Ireland International What a turnaround that is We haven't even reached The hour mark yet Three goals in the opening Well we have We're miles past the hour mark I'm talking nonsense Um, But 20 odd minutes Into the second half And St Johnson are in front Either used that threat At half time By the cup final 
I really would have Because I think that's a great thing to have In your armour if you're a St Johnston manager just now What do you say at half time usually But when you're in a cup final You can get in there Have a go at one or two and say Look, you're playing for your cup final places What a response What an absolute response that is And uh, Kamarnock <laughs> we were we were having a go at the the caller that come on the, the other night there and was having a go at Ali Dyer. He'll be sitting listening to this phone and yeah, give us a call at five yeah, o'clock. Exactly, he'll be on. Mm. If it stays the same, you kind of get even the if it does Mark. Yeah, but even if it doesn't, I mean, he's you can see the points he was making on Thursday night uh, and the concerns he had about his team and the way they're going in games. I mean, to be two 0 up though and and surrender it to. St. Johnson uh, Especially so at home Mark yeah, yeah. Especially at home St. And there's a long yeah. way to go In this one at, at Celtic Park But St. Mirren are now looking Ropey No oh, sorry I mean big picture Looking good for a top 6 yeah. finish though Because like, again Going into today They were only 2 points off The top 6 in Dundee United And they had 3 games in hand As yep. things stand They're going to go above Dundee United And 3 games in hand So you know Start of the season Start of every season Tony Fitzpatrick says it People scoff St Mirren are looking good for a top six finish Well they are um, Look, Celtic and Rangers have been top of the agenda <coughs> with, with us analysing recruitment But when you look down the league St Mirren may be best of the rest With, with yeah. how they've done their business With you know building from the back And then getting their, their goalkeeper right Getting their back four right And then they've added bits and pieces going forward The boy in the middle of Park McGrath you know, Chipped in with so many goals And even you know, a January signing at Eamon Brophy who's just come on is still to bed himself into the team. It looks like a very good squad they've compiled and when you do that, you've got to say Jim Gooden, terrific manager, he's picked the players but Tony Fitzpatrick has backed him and allowed him to go out there and and bring these targets in and they're seeing the, the benefits of it. Yeah, I can't disagree. I think they're actually looking, obviously struggling at the moment. Celtic are really turning up the heat. Uh, you know, it's uh, wave after wave. They're camped on the box at Mirren uh, And you fear for them at this stage Because it's very difficult When you've got so many good players on show with, with Celtic You feel as if the goal's going to come I remember Dundee United I went there The, the kind of end of my career Was at 2014 Something like that I think we were 1-0 up And we were quite comfortable But see when you get to that stage You cannot get out that final Yeah you know it's coming 30-40 yards You can't get Whatever you do And you try and play it long To your striker To hold it up And then it comes back and you're shooting at your striker. Hold it up, give us a chance. It just keeps coming back. It's it's almost magnetic. The ball towards the goal. Um, I think that day we ended up losing two one. No, but, I'm not uh, surprised with that attitude. But I just I, I'm looking at St. Mern just now, and you know, in the first half they were comfortable when they got the ball. Mark, they were finding their men. But it's just a case of they're kicking up the part now to give themselves a little respite, and then getting themselves into a shape. And it's up to Celtic to break them down. Um, they'll need to be careful here because you're right. We even I know Griffiths is off the pitch, but they've got some quality on the pitch that can just open you up at any time. Here we go, Shane Duffy's go on, actually Duffy. running yeah. with the ball. Look at oh, that! Oh dear, just his pocket picked. Yeah, he's out of position now. <laughs> yeah, but, but the, the thing is, Celtic are throwing so many bodies forward. You know the the substitutions. You know they've got Ayeti on, they've got Edward, they've got Rogic. But Samirin are actually going to try and get up the pitch. I think because Obika has come on for yeah. McPherson, so that's a, an that's, attacking change. You know from St Mirren I think Jim's recognised that. Jim's recognised that they need to get up the pitch. Gordon, he gives you a little bit of physical presence to try and retain the ball. Uh, McPherson's, as you say, is, is, is taking an injury. 
But that will give St Mirren an out ball Just as I was saying there You're looking for your striker yeah. Somebody Hold the ball you know, up Yeah big and strong That can hold it up Get bodies round them Yeah and to be that. fair again I think McPherson's hobbling a bit as well yeah. So it might be that that was enforced Yeah absolutely It makes sense as well Gordon Because the way the game's panning out You just need someone to try and retain that ball Allow you to get your midfield and your back line As we watch Shane Duffy maraud into the St Mirren box And it's he just takes a knock in the follow through for Shane Duffy. Yeah, great tackle from McPherson. Yeah, he has to be. He has to time it well, otherwise it's a penalty. As in, in, joking aside, that's obviously a lot better from Shane Duffy. Hundred yeah. percent. He's seen the opportunity to drive in and commit bodies, and you know he took the ball probably 40, 50 yards up to the St Mirren box here. I mean, before he was just waiting for somebody to make a move and come take it over, but. Get back to the point I was making a couple of minutes ago. The players Celtic have in the pitch just now. When you look at a Yeti and Edward up front, you've got a midfielder, Turnbull, Rogic, McGregor, and Christie. I mean, so much talent and attacking power. Yet I don't think they've made any clear-cut chances in work. How many times do we stand now and see the players that Celtic have got in the pitch and talk about? And it's everything that you see. Well, the players have got in the pitch. You expect them to go and do something. It doesn't seem to happen mm. And I don't know It probably is a confidence thing just now They know that they're under severe pressure They know that they're not playing particularly well They know they're coming in for criticism They probably know that there's big changes on the way at Celtic Park But we keep saying this The players have got on the park It's okay having the players on the park in name They've got to produce They've got to start living up to their reputations And just now they're not doing that Yeah, it's just young Turnbull's trying to make something happen Out on the left-hand side there, Gordon He's just come in for the, uh, the inside left channel Tried to whip a ball in He's got it all wrong It's just going out for a goal kick it's, Yannick See that? You don't mind that though, Alex no, it's it's He's trying to make it happen yep. uh, It's where players play the safe option Or or look for somebody else oh, in their got team got one of these in our featured matches Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. And it's Hearts won them firmly nil. Craig Gordon had kept a minute early on, and Jamie Walker has popped up with the goal deep into the second half. Hearts won them firmly nil. Said I still fancy them. Said I still fancy them. It's what comes with having a top class goalkeeper, though. No matter what team you play for, there are days that you will have off days, and you will rely on your goalkeeper. To pull you out a hole And Craig Gordon's done that today And they've got their rewards at the other end Yeah, they'll probably want it with about 15 points I would suggest Well, these three points are crucial Yeah <laughs> The thing is, I've got too much uh, quality for that For that level, Mark Whatever way you look at it We, we had them last, was it a week or two ago we watched them And had seven internationals in yeah. their team But as you rightly said there Craig Gordon should not be at the championship level With the performances he's producing yeah, I can't disagree with that, Alec. I'm sure, I'm sure Celtic fans would love him back at the club just now, but that would never going to nah, happen. Not, not them all. That's a divisive issue. We've Is done it? that many times really? on the show. I think yeah. that's surprising. To what they have now. Yeah, I find, wow. I find that surprising with what well, Celtic. Because well, it gets brought up all the time, and I always get loads of tweets going. You know, people oh. are, people are sort of get short memories, if you like. Um, Bit of a collision in the middle oh. of the pitch <laughs> Is Duffy any chance of getting that Mark? I, I think he's just desperate now De- You get to these situations where you're having A horror game that Do you, you recognise you, you desperation start, Mark? Well, well I've been there a few times <laughs> I know the feeling where, where you just think I need to do something And you start going for balls that you're never going to get You misjudge things um, I've been there myself And it, it looks like Duffy's at that point at the minute and Is people it? will think we're again we're picking on this guy and we're over egging it. We're not. It's 
as clear as anyone for anyone to see. Um, and if not, watch the highlights when they're on. Hang <laughs> <laughs> yeah. back to okay. <laughs> I'll do, I'll do that later on the night when okay. I'm sitting in the house. Right, let's do, do more wrong answers on the teaser, Mark. Oh, okay. Where is it? I played six seasons in one of Europe's top leagues During my time in Scotland I won the SPL and Scottish Cup And was sent off during an old firm game I have over 70 caps for my country Who am I? We Scooch says Majid Bouguera No uh, What else have we got? There's so many names on here Mark McCall says Badir El Kaduri No, I remember him yeah. Well he's actually called him El Badir Kaduri El, He's got that mixed up Yeah, scored a goal against Rangers I think, didn't he? Uh, Ant's boy says Vidar Reseth Nope um, David McCann says Joe Ledley Not Joe Casey says Van Bronckhurst Not Joe and Craig Knight says Stylian Petrov Not Stan There we go <laughs> You've got about um, 10 minutes left on that teaser At Clyde SSB Get your answers in And let us know how you're getting on We're also asking for your Panini sticker album Memories and thoughts Who was the guy you couldn't get rid of Who was the guy you needed Who is the most random player That springs to mind When you think of the Panini sticker album Because Scotland's national team Has won again We've got one Because we're going to the major tournament This Summer and Who'll be the admit, star man And that And that Scotland team The shiny star man Andy Robertson Yeah you think so Yeah Just because Just because of who he is European Cup, yeah. play. I mean obviously should be Declan Gallagher Everyone knows that But I think it will be Um <laughs> Not after, not after the goal the other night up at Dingwall. Ah, we're, talking Shane Scotland here. we're talking Scotland. You forget about that stuff. Um, a few contenders, to be fair, because if you're looking at what they've done in the, the run to get us there, would you be looking at a, a Ryan Christie or a John McGinn? Yeah, I was mm. going to say, can you have a defender really as your star man? Can you? McTominay? No. Absolutely not. You can't have a defender. Not as a your star, as your man? star man. No. No, unless it's Big Virgil. But they've, they've sort of re. Branded what people thought of fullbacks, if you know. I mean, they're Liverpool's biggest attacking yeah. threats. Yeah, I'd have to say John McGinn's one of the kind of standouts, but particularly in the, the run up to getting here, I think he's been outstanding, mm. scored a load of goals. Anyway, on the subject of the stickers, Lindsay says, I remember the first one I collected, 95 96. I got a double of Brian Loudrup's squad picture and one for my brother's favourite, Alan McLaren. Only to discover my brother had defaced Brian So I ripped up his Alan McLaren There we go A bit of revenge uh, in the sticker album I Executive Travelling Tour says There was one year when it seemed like Rab Shannon was in every packet First time I've ever, I've ever hated a player from my beloved Dundee United Gordon, I, uh, you know when you talk about ripping up uh, a sibling's um, kind of picture My sister absolutely loved Bobby Russell back in the day And he, she had a lovely picture out the, out the programme Above our bed And we had a wee disagreement And I've just gone Whoosh, whoosh yeah. Ripped, ripped it in two Right She chased me job. She chased me into the living room And gave me an absolute Tonking She battered the living <laughs> daylights <laughs> at me And deservedly so What a nasty thing to do oh, I, Do you remember him Martin no? Bobby Russell Oh what a player No Oh, oh my oh, god What a player I know the name I don't remember I, I've I, never I, seen oh, I, used to, I used to go to Canada And do a bit of coaching with him And what a fantastic boy he was What a player and he used to have uh, Had the kids out And he used to have a party trick He could keep the ball up with his shin For about 50 It was incredible We <laughs> shin Did you keep 50 up with your bugle? Uh, no <laughs> <laughs> I just I just stuck it to my nose And walked about And went Anybody can do that 
<laughs> I have to say, Gordon, you you and Mark are a bit younger. I, I grew up watching Bobby Russell. He came for Shettleson oh, Juniors. Oh, what a play! Three hundred and sixty games. I, what a phenomenal I football! Play, I played with Bobby. Yep. Shettleson Juniors to Rangers. Oh yeah. yeah. Honestly, in the days, in, in fact, he used to put players out and loan Mark. You know, Rangers and Celtic. Ben used to, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I played with Bobby uh, Ibrox, and I will tell you, what a talent he oh, was. Frightening. David Turnbull off. Mikey Johnson on. Mark Wilson. Let's throw the dice. It just feels like every time Celtic have one of these days it's like let's throw everything in and see what see see what happens Um, because you kind of think well Turnbull did move to the left of that diamond Mikey Johnson more of a winger so or is he going to go more advanced is it a change it's desperation now and so it should be 80 minutes Celtic have had all their probably their best attacking players on haven't really created haven't really put St Mirren under that much pressure in the penalty box yes they've pinned them in a bit but they haven't really made the goalkeeper work um, it's just too similar a story to what we've witnessed in the past couple of months at Celtic Park regardless of what happens in the next 10 minutes there must be Celtic fans out there going what am I watching here you know mm. you've got so much talent there it's not happened they can't again the old problems at the back they can't keep the back door closed and now it's all in here they're just trying to get some sort of reaction in the last 10 minutes are they going to get one? Because it doesn't look particularly likely. I don't think. I, do you know So I wouldn't be surprised if St Mirren scored. Um, I just think they've tried everything. They've made all these substitutions. Nothing. You, you're looking at the St Mirren goalkeeper. You're not going to say that he's been man of the match. Hmm. No, no, which you would all. expect. No, if a decent save from Turnbull early yeah. on, but other than that? No, no uh, not think, a lot. I think St Mirren have been brilliant also. When you you think of the week Jim Goodwin's had, you know, the, the weekend that he... You know, out uh, at the semi-final stage, that'd be yeah. hugely disappointment. Then you're facing a trip to Dartnadice and you're thinking, oh, well, if I lose this, I could be under pressure a bit because every manager is <laughs> if you lose a couple of games in a row. Won that convincingly, come mm. to Celtic Park and a performance like this. Uh, it's been a great week. Remember it used to ha- Teams have won at Celtic Park in the past, right? It happens, Mark. But remember it used to have to be a snatch and grab. It used to just yeah. be one of those days where things go... Somehow everything goes for you And Celtic can't get anything right Maybe a bit of luck Maybe a decision Backs to the wall Your keeper's in fine form Teams now go to Celtic Park Get a result without it being that And yeah. that's the biggest thing That, that, that sticks out when you yeah, watch that, the games that, that is the saddest thing If you're a Celtic fan uh, Or anybody involved with Celtic That Look I played in a few of those games Where we would batter the door down And a team would score from a set piece Because you've always got a chance for a set piece And you'd come away and go How do we lose that? But if these Celtic players are honest and they're sitting in the dressing room after the game, if this remains 2-1, they can't say, how did we lose that? It, it's been a fairly even game. St Mirren maybe just uh, <laughs> edged it in the first half, uh, but Celtic better the second half. But uh, you can't honestly say... What's he, what's he laughing at? What are you laughing at there? I know I'm just watching at, Shane Duffy and he's just... He's, he's had a lay oh, no. He's turned round to go into the box and he's just battered right into Edward. Watch this. Oh, oh it just sums up your day. See some days on that football park. Did you not see it, Mark? You're just thinking... Mark, just you goes, Mark, you've got to see the detail. Oh, oh get me off of here. I mean, it's... It's, 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 it's sad ridiculous. because... We're, it's that silly that we're finding it amusing because you think it can't possibly get any worse for, for Shane Duffy. And, you know, this guy is an international football player who has played at the top level and things seem to be, it can't get any worse for him. He's just taken out his own striker 
where you're looking for your striker <laughs> to get in the box and in the end of things. So he's he's putting a decent one performance days. for St Mirren. Yeah. We've all had them, boys. We've all had them. You guys probably more than me, but. Well, you didn't have to get involved in games that much. You just stood up there. Yeah, well, I was just... That's the thing with strikers. They get away with things like that. They only get flagged up if you miss a sitter. Jim Goodwin's bringing on yeah, Tate. Tate. Yeah, it looks as if he's got to try and short up a little bit. We're going into the last five uh, or six minutes. again, though. Connolly's hobbling off, so... And that... He's done well in all, Gordon. You know, he's worked his shift. He's mm-hmm. tracked back. Connolly, you... Mark, Mark's rightly given St Mirren all the praise in the world because they've been excellent today but however you really need to look at Celtic Gordon and you actually say are they given what they should be given with the personnel big problems at Celtic yeah. Park yeah and I'm sure we'll hear them on the open line 15 minutes get your calls in 01419511025 let us know what you've made of that today and what you make of the big picture um, I've opened some old wounds on Twitter Jack Morrison says The sticker album in 2006 I could never get John Rankin At Inverness I bought a couple of boxes Just to try and get this one <laughs> And it still gives me nightmares To this day um, And I, I said There was also another prize going For the most random name That you could come come up with From your sticker album memories Ali Morrison Has gone Yannick Zambernardi And David Partridge From the 03-04 season I had seven of each player Says Ali Played with David Partridge At Dundee United Of course you did Oh he was a He was a handy big boy Big Londoner Yeah He played with Motherwell as well didn't he Mm -hmm. Ah, I knew his family Who was the first one you mentioned Gordon Zambernardi Zambernardi Aberdeen Was he (laughs) I'm just looking up David Partridge Because you say he's a big Londoner And he is, you're right But I, I, I remember him playing for Wales He's a Welsh international So I wondered if he, if you had got that no, Hilariously no, wrong oh, And I was going to wind you up about it But no, you're right He's you from London just more of, You couldn't mistake his accent He was proper London Did he come from West Ham Or something like that Up to United And then to Motherwell But oh, you wouldn't mess with him You would do if you were at Millwall, son Oh, was that the rivals? Yeah, you mentioned a West Ham. Come Ah, on, son. Big Partridge would be in about that. (laughs) Uh, Celtic with a free kick, trying to get an equaliser late on against St Mirren. Edward and Griffiths. Christie, Christie, it's going to be the right foot of Edward, and it's it sort of sums up Celtic's day. It's about knee high and into the wall. And this is the thing with Celtic, Alex is is rightly. Uh, you know saying a couple of minutes ago the players on the pitch the players have to take responsibility as well it's all well and good the fans having a go the manager out and get Peter Lowell out as well and the club's rotten from top to bottom but the players are clearly going nowhere you can't ship out 20 players and bring in 20 other players these guys are good footballers and they are rolling over so meekly at the minute it's easy for teams to come and play against them they're so open you know, I don't question that they're given a hundred percent in terms of effort, but ability it has to be better than what they're showing at the minute. I just don't think there's any confidence at all there, Mark, to be honest. And we've all been there. It doesn't matter people say, Well, you play with Celtic, you should be able to handle these situations, but it's very hard for them. Yeah, full time whistles starting to go. The championship first up, Hearts them Fermlin, Roger Hanna. Hearts won and Fermlin now. Robbie Nielsen's Hearts go 12 points clear at the top of the championship table tonight. But his former number two, Stevie Crawford, will feel aggrieved the pass didn't take something from this game. They were a better team for long spells, but were denied time and again by an inspired display by Craig Gordon in the Hearts score. A string of outstanding saves, kept the Jambos on level terms, and then substitute Jamie Walker won the three points with a terrific individual effort just nine minutes from the end. Gordon's heroic started in the first 30 seconds. First of all, Michael Smith off the 
the line from Declan McMahon is then Gordon tipping the rebound round the post and also saving when Ewan Murray reached the corner with his head. Hearts took a while to get moving. Mihai Popescu, a couple of headers, one deflected over the second, saved by Owen Fawn Williams, but it was Dunfermline who ended the first half on the front foot. Cross from the left by Fraser Murray, powerful header at the back post by Ryan Dow, and somehow Gordon managed to get a hand to it and palm it over the bar. Hart started slightly brighter in the second half. Stephen A. Smith freeing Ewan Henderson for a shot that was saved by Fawn Williams. And then Smith flashing a shot just wide of Williams' far post. But Gordon called into action again after 56 minutes. This time saving from Declan McManus after a smart pass passing move. Then 62 minutes he plunged to his right to push a McManus effort round the post at the expense of a corner. Hearts were struggling. They sent on a couple of changes. On came Eddie White. On came Armand Nanjali. And it was Nanjali who had an attempt saved by Fawn Williams after 65 minutes Nielsen desperate to get the jambos in the front foot he withdrew his captain Naismith and sent on Walker after 74 minutes a couple of minutes later Craig Halkett had a header onto the roof of the net from Stephen Kingsley's free kick and then 81 minutes the breakthrough Walker picking up the ball on the right hand side of the box a terrific spin great individual skill and a powerful shot with his right foot across Vaughan Williams and just inside the far post the pals weren't finished yet Josh Edwards had a shot blocked by Andy Halliday after 83 minutes and then Ian Wilson a header deflected just over but Gordon just wouldn't be beaten a terrific clean sheet a terrific three points for the Jambos it's only January but they've got one foot back in the top flight Hearts 1 Dunfermline nil. It's also full time between Kelly and St Johnston. What a game Andrew McLean watched today. Kilmarnock 2, St Johnston 3, the full time score here, and Callum Davidson's side complete a second half turnaround to take all three points up the road with them. Well, it was all St Johnston in the first half, but they somehow find themselves 2 0 down at half time. Kilmarnock struggled to get out their own half for most of that half, and when they did five minutes in, Chris Burke broke into the right hand side of the box, fired a low shot across goal, and it landed in the bottom corner for 1-0 then he landed another sucker punch just before half time when Aaron Tishbola grabbed her second Nicky Kabamba's initial effort was blocked but Tishbola was in the right place at the right time inside the 6 yard box to turn it home Callum Davidson's side will have felt hard done by at the break but they showed the perfect reaction in that second half and made their dominance count 53 minutes in across from the left got to the feet of Chris Kane and a lovely deft touch from him laid it into the path of Guy Melamed to tap home for 2-1 their equaliser came from a deep free kick the ball bobbled around the box after it was played in and eventually Murray Davidson got the vital touch to turn it over the line and 17 minutes from time they completed that comeback the ball laid off to Ali McCann at the edge of the box and his powerful low strike put the Saints ahead and completed the comeback a good win for the Saints but the pressure will continue to mount on Alex Dyer from supporters after squandering a two goal lead here the full time score at the BPSP Stadium is Kilmarnock 2 St Johnston 3 free kick from Celtic into the box doesn't come to anything though real disappointment about to set in it looks like Livy Aberdeen's finished Fraser Livingston nil, Aberdeen nil. It was a tough, hard-fought game, but disappointing end to it, really. The first hour was really good to watch, but as the game wore on, the quality dropped, and both sides almost looked frightened to make a mistake that would actually lose the game for their team. A good open game in the first half with a few decent chances at either end. 19th minute, Conor McLennan thought he'd scored. Really good header from a Hayes cross. Hit the underside of the bar and bounced out by Stryak. In goal, just stood and watched. Livingston in 24 minutes, claimed they'd scored. They thought they had Serrano. Low cross to the front post. Robinson missed his touch. The ball came to Pittman in the back post. He turned it goalwards. Joe Lewis, a really brave save at the post. Kept it out. The assistant referee in a good position said no goal. In the 50th minute, a Holt corner bounced awkwardly. Ambrose hit it back across goal. Scott Robinson, not one of the bigger guys, but left 
really high and headed the ball over the bar when he should have done better from eight yards. Other than Stryek kept it goalless when Hedges slipped a lovely ball to Ross McCrory galloping into the box, stayed on his feet. As Ambrose challenged him, his shot was blocked by the goalkeeper who was off his line quickly. Still a really open game at this point, but as time wore on, he just felt that one goal would settle it. The tempo dropped a bit, neither side able to create a decent chance. Emmanuel Thomas on for Sybild, right on for McLennan as both sides looked for that wee spark to win the game. Right then set up, almost immediately set Matty Kennedy up for a chance at goal, 18 yards out, and the winger fired over, he should have hit the target. Taylor then had an effort from a Hedges free kick straight at Stryak, and as the game went into stoppage time, a couple of really good chances at either end. Bruce Anderson had the best chance for Aberdeen this time it was Hoban got to the byline he chipped the ball to the back post the striker got it all wrong and headed the ball well off target there's still time in the closing seconds for Pittman at the other end to come close 20 yards shot saved by Lewis at his right hand post Livy unbeaten run continues probably the poorest performance during that run but David Martindale I think will be pretty happy with a point as will Derek McInnes got a better performance from his team but the obvious need for a striker is there if Cosgrove goes especially full time here Livingston nil Aberdeen Dean nil. Uh, it's finished at Tannadice. We'll hear from Dave Galloway soon. Still going at Celtic Park, but still nothing um, from Celtic at the moment. Doesn't look like they're going to rescue anything late on here. Let's round this off quickly, Mark Wilson, where we get the chance. The second half teaser. With Monday Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, and all the reaction to the weekend's games. Close Celtic, it's a big save from Jack Anik to deny Shane Duffy Who almost rescued a point for Celtic late on But it's still St Mirren who have the lead Mark Wilson, the question Okay, I played six seasons in one of Europe's top leagues During my time in Scotland, I won the SPL and Scottish Cup And was sent off during an old firm game I have over 70 caps for my country Who am I? My old South Korean nemesis <laughs> Chaduree Chaduree Well done if you got it right Thank you for taking part Mick Quinn In third place Mikey Was in second fastest Well done to Mikey But the winner Of the second half teaser Was Paul Devine Well done to you Paul You know your Chaduree Full time Celtic Park Let's get the story With Alison and Jim Full time at Celtic Park Celtic 1 St Mirren 2 Poor from Celtic but great by St Mirren As they leave with all three points They dominated from the start It was Christian Dennis straight at Scott Bain early on Before Jamie McGrath shot, shot from outside the box It was saved by Bain And then it was Christian Dennis who made it 1-0 in the 18th minute A great finish capitalising on some poor Celtic defending Odson Edward did make it 1-1 in the 32nd with a lovely left-footed shot after collecting from Callum McGregor, but that was short-lived as Ilke Dermis made it 2-1 St Mirren before the break, firing past Scott Bain after Shane Duffy had an absolute howler. Into the second half and St Mirren were happy to see the game out with Celtic rarely threatening. It wasn't until the 88th minute Mikey Johnson's low shot was saved by Jack Anik. Then just at the death, another great save by Anik. Shane Duffy's header, but he managed to get to it at the last second. Full time, it finished Celtic 1, St Mirren 2. Jim Duffy, as I say, so poor from Celtic today, but St Mirren impressive, particularly in that first half. Yeah, thoroughly deserved victory from St Mirren. They weren't hanging on. I mean, they defended in the second half in their, in their penalty box well. But up until that last header there that Shane Duffy had in the 93rd minute, Jack Anik had very, very little to do. That was to do with the organisation, the discipline, you know, getting in the right positions uh, for St Mirren in the second half. It was a more defensive display in the second half, but mm. Celtic using all five substitutes, trying everything to try and change the, the flow and the rhythm of the game, 
but uh, you know, uh, for me, first half performance, some member the better side, uh, controlled the game, had more opportunities at the goal, and when you come to Celtic Park at any time, uh, you know you have to be on the ball and you have to make sure you take a little bit of a risk, and they've done that. And say in the second half, um, you know they battened down the hatches a little bit, made sure there was no space, pushed Celtic wide. Uh, Celtic were very ineffective. I really poor performance from Celtic but I think again you have to give enormous credit to St Mern. Uh for me third deserved uh, Jim Goodwin deserves an awful lot of credit tactically they were outstanding they had all the best performance on the, on the day as I said and I don't think anyone uh, should deny um, St Mirren um, you know full justification in this victory so congratulations St Mern. another very disappointing performance from Celtic and disappointing result and uh, you know that's when people talk about weeks and weeks ago we hear people saying oh Celtic these games in hand these games in hand even when it wasn't the 23 points there was not, never any guarantee you won this uh, and tonight is uh, and today sorry is, is, is proved exactly that you know you have to earn the right to win these games and Mum done it thoroughly deserved congratulations Jim Goodwin his side a really disappointing day for Neil Lennon and Celtic. Celtic's woes continue. It is victory for St Mirren. It finished at Celtic Park. Celtic 1, St Mirren 2. Celtic fans, what did you make of that? Give us a call right now. 0141 951 1025. Still one more ground to visit, though it's finished at Tanadice between Dundee United and Hibs. Here's Dave Galloway. Full time, Dundee United nil. Hibs 2. Early chances at both ends for United. Butcher let fly from long range. It took a deflection, but Marciano touched over. Then following a Hibs corner, McGregor uh, headed on but in a busy goal mouth the grounded Gogic couldn't force the ball in the visitors took the lead after 21 minutes from another corner Segrist saved McGinn's header but the ball found its way back to McGregor on the edge of the box and he thundered it into the net there was a scare for United when Segrist dropped the ball under pressure from Doige after Boyle's free kick into the area it ended up in the net but uh, the referee had already awarded a foul United made a bright start to the second half but Hibbs threatened when Murphy's very tempting cross from the left was just missed by Doyle. The home side almost equalised when Shanklin was set up very nicely indeed by Butcher, a fine run by him and uh, Shankland had a go from outside the box only to see his uh, deflected drive saved by Marciano's legs but the Hibs uh, side uh, doubled their advantage on 69 minutes. Irvin's fine, fine through ball split the home defence and Boyle raced through on goal to coolly slip the ball past Segrist. Uh, loud United appeals, very loud United appeals um, for a penalty were waved aside by the referee when the ball certainly struck Kate Doig's arm. The hosts uh, working hard to get back into the game. They enjoyed the lion's share of possession, but the Edinburgh side looked comfortable. And that's seven games without a win now for United. It's ended Dundee United nil, Hibs 2. Well, what did you make of that? 0141 951 St Mirren deserve immense credit. You St Mirren fans will be delighted. Celtic fans... What on earth is happening? That's about all I can ask you. 23 points behind Rangers now. Just the two games in hand. Another home defeat. Other calamitous performances. It goes on and on. Come on here, let us know what you made of it. 01419511025. We'll look over all of the day's big talking points next. After they play... You have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, and Alex Ray are here, and they're all waiting on you. So step up to the plate and let us know what is on your mind. 0141-951-1025. It was another big day in the Scottish Premiership. Good wins for St Johnston 
And Hibs, Livy Aberdeen drew 0-0 Hearts the big winners in the Championship But the headline, obviously, is another disappointing day for Celtic A 2-1 home defeat to St Mirren Great result for the Buddies, they're absolutely flying But Celtic's woes continue What is happening? 0141-951-1025 That is the simplest question to get us off and running tonight Celtic fans, what did you make of it? What is happening? Let us know, you can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB Let's just get stuck straight in, shall we? Alec is in Renfrew Sum up how you're feeling after that, Alec well, first and foremost, uh, congratulations to St Mum. I thought they played really, really slick, good passing football today. Jim Goodwin knows that we're, we're hurting and he went for it. Good luck to them. They played really well. I really don't know what to say about Celtic's performance, uh, Gordon. I really... We've got a big guy at the back there, Shane Duffy, who I think at the end he gave his Celtic jersey away to a St Mum player. He walked off without the jersey. He should never wear it again. The guy is absolutely hopeless. I think uh, wherever he's came from, he should be sent back to the right. V-Boy Taylor at left back hasn't got to either. They don't seem to have any confidence. He, he, he leaves he leaves Duffy on and, and Beaton. Obviously, Beaton goes off. Uh, and then he should put Adger on, took Duffy off, put the young boy on straight away. The guy is absolutely... He's causing mayhem. And he's causing mayhem at the back. Get him back didn't he? I don't I don't even know where he came from. Brighton. Brighton, yeah. Brighton. I don't even know where he came from. I think I mean you can't blame it in one man, but he's causing mayhem at his back. He can't, his positional sense is terrible. He can't pass the ball forward. Uh the the way Taylor tries to have, but he's not going to he's not going to either. There needs to be I don't think half the players want to be there. Christie doesn't want to be there. You can tell him by the way he doesn't want to be there. Big Iyer doesn't want to be there. Iyer walked off the park with him. My son says to me, look at his strip. It's, it doesn't even need wash. There's no dirt or muck or anything on it because he's, he's running about there like a headless chicken. Absolute hopeless. There needs to be a clear route and I think Neil Lennon tonight needs to walk. Well, uh, Alec, uh, I don't think he will walk. I think that's pretty evident of what's going on before. Gordon made a good point um, throughout the, the game with the criticism that will come Celtic's way of the losers. What does it look like? Because we thought we hit fever pitch back in December or late November. Um, is there uh, just an acceptance now from the Celtic fans that they're going to have to ride results like this out to the end of the season and go through some dark times? I think maybe... That may be the case In terms of Taylor Listen I take issue with Taylor I think Taylor um, Gets a hard time But I think He is Celtic's best left back At the minute But in terms of Duffy I think your point About him causing mayhem Is pretty close to the truth Because not only Is he having a nightmare Himself mm. in possession And out of possession It's you not can just It's not just a One player Mark I, right. I know we can pick on Duffy We can we can have a look at This is a collective thing You know And you said there About Neil not walking it must be going through Neil's head because Neil loves his club. He served it as a player and a manager. He's standing there in the dugout today watching St Mirren. Deservedly so, and let's give credit to St Mirren, beating them. You know, the performances, the players, we keep saying the players have gone in the park. <coughs> Reputations are nothing just now. But he for says Celtic. last Wednesday, after the game, he was asked but, about his job. He says, Stop asking me. I've answered the questions. I'm not going to yeah, walk but, away. But He's not going to change his mind ten days later. Yeah, but there's. I don't. Well, I don't think Neil can go through to the end of the season like this, right? I really don't. 
And I'm not here to shout for managers to get sacked. I just think Neil will probably have a long hard talk. But it's not just down to Duffy. As much as we we're on to Duffy's case just now, it's a collective yeah, but thing. To be fair, I don't think anyone anyone is saying it's all down to Duffy because yeah. everyone's also talking about the goalkeeper and the players that want to leave and the manager and the board and the recruitment. So no one's saying the it's all things are shambles right, just now. That's what I'm saying. That that now has become obvious. No one's saying it's all down to Shane Duffy. But Alex, it's difficult to watch the game. And ignore it It's now at a stage Where neutral observers And not everyone by the way Because we're yeah. harsh And we're cruel In this part of the world But but people are genuinely Looking at the guy and saying I feel sorry for him I think yeah. I think he needs to Stop being put in this position There's a few people like that Gordon Shane Duffy Is out of his depth at the moment His confidence is shot to bits The caller's right In terms of calling him out Gordon Dale's right as well In terms of You look at all the key players Edward, Griffiths, Elanusi, Turnbull come off, Sorrow come off, who have been the shining light. And then you look at both fullbacks who normally bomb forward and, and have plenty of joy throughout the course of the game. So across the board, I'm looking at the Celtic team and I'm thinking, who actually get past marks? Now, they've got a caller going on there saying the manager should walk. I've said this for a few weeks ago. He needs to be relieved of his duties. The, the lack of leadership at Celtic Park is astounding. I've got Celtic fans who are clamouring for the January review. I don't know who's doing this review. Is it Chris Sutton? He's went to ground as well. Everybody's gone to ground. The Celtic fans de- defend. They need to get out there and they need to actually tell this club where they're going because as the boys are saying, this cannot continue. I mean, Mark, there's so much to try and kind of sift through in so many aspects. Psychologically, we talk always about confidence and momentum. They look Absolutely shot, don't they? Yeah, yeah. They look, and how uh, do you, you don't you just don't get that back? That don't, you, you cannot turn up next week and that returns. No, well, and I'm I'm sick of hearing people saying, "Oh, well, one good result and a exactly. good kickstart." No, it's it's long Gone past that. that. I mean, I heard at the start of the season, Celtic brought in a psychologist to to chat to the players to try and get them through the many hurdles that were coming their way. It seems to have had the opposite effect. I don't know how you galvanise that training room just now. I don't know what you say to those players that are sitting there because, like I said, they are top players. You're not dealing with a dressing room of players who need cleared out. Yes, one or two may go, but they're the same players that got you to nine in a row. And from where they've went, it is alarming beyond belief. All right, thank you to Alec for kicking us off. Let's bring in Ian, who's also a Celtic fan. Same question to you, Ian. What... What do, you, what do you feel like th- this evening? Because the guys are talking about the rage that kind of kicked in a couple of months ago. Are you past that or are you still as angry as ever? No, I'm a raging Celtic supporter. That was gutless, heartless. I'll tell you now, Gordon, Alec, Mark and Gordon Dale, they're pulling the rule over the Celtic's eyes, the Celtic supporters' eyes. That is unbelievable watching that. I'll tell you now, no disrespect to Neil Lennon, but he has lost the plot. So he has. Apparently, there was a bit of, bit of aggro in the dressing room at half-time. I, I got a wee phone call. I'm not mentioning any names, but why is Frimpong away out the door just like that? Because I think the boy was forced out the door. I'll tell you now, we're a sinking ship, by the way. We're the laughing stock of Scottish football. And I'll tell you now, we might not end up playing European football the way we're playing at the moment. Seriously, and do you, do you seriously think that the likes of Aberdeen and, and Hibs could catch Celtic? Yes, 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 Gordon. I certainly can. Because that there 
was deplorable. Honest to God. Sitting, watching it on the TV. You know what I mean? It's, it's heart-wrenching. And I'm talking for all the Celtic supporters. It's unbelievable. There's 36 million. Now, I think I heard Alex and Chew talking the other day. There's 36 million pounds resting on these um, renewal com- renewals coming out, Alex Ray. Can you p- bring it up when you were talking the other day with Hugh Keevans? I think it was 25 to 30 million pounds season books if they if they hit the same target, 50 odd thousand season books. So I agree with you. And, and I also, I think by continuing in this vein, there will be people looking at this, and by the way, it's only a couple of months down the line before they actually the renewals go back out. So they'll be they'll be assessing this, and like guys like yourself, yep. Ian, when you see the rage, are you going to pay six hundred quid for a season ticket that's virtual? Watching this? No, no. Alec, I'm going to say something. To you. I was I was getting three season tickets, hopefully for eighteen hundred quid for myself <sighs> and my two. Two kids. That is honestly good. That's I, I put anybody over the edge, Alec. You know what I mean? It's absolutely. You know, we're going, through, we're going through a tough time at the moment. I don't you go, mate. No, I was just about to say to you Ian, about the the January you know review that they've done. What is your thoughts with that? Because I've got Celtic pals who are actually livid that there's been nothing for the board, the leadership. I've been saying it for weeks. Alec, Alec, you've got pals in the game, right? And you've got Celtic supporter pals as well, right? This is the rule. The rule is getting pulled over their eyes, Alec. Mark Wilson, you're a you're an ex Celtic player. If these in the studio are all ex players, a blind man can bloody see it, guys. You know what I mean? It's 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 ridiculous. Dermot Desmond, I hope you're listening. Peter Lowell, you're going out the door. I hope you're listening. And I don't know, Dominic Mackay, do you know what you're coming into? What I mean? I mean, Ian, I think everybody can hear the, the emotion in, in your voice and the impact it's having. What, what What's next? Where does Celtic go from here in the short term? In the next couple of weeks? In the next... I mean, how, how, does, the, how does this season play out from here? Gordon, our... There's, there's Champions League football coming up for, for, for the two teams... But I still don't think we're going to get Champions League football because Hibs won the day again. We're going to Kilmarnock on Tuesday night or Wednesday night. That's not a gimme, Gordon. The, the players have down tools. Duffy, I'm a better centre-back than Duffy and I'm 53 years of age. No, I mean? Mark Wilson sitting in the studio can still play right back. No, 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 don't go that far. No, yeah, Listen, yeah. I know, I know it's... I know it's, it's... Yeah, you can. I, I said I said earlier to Mark about Neil Lennon and I'm, I've got a lot of time for Neil I'm not here to get managers of sack or anything I think that listen to Ian the passion there obviously the hurt as well and he's not the only Celtic supporter if you you can't you cannot stumble with Celtic Football Club to the to the summer and then hope you're going to make great changes and everybody's got back you Celtic supporters need action and they need it now Gordon Ian, what hurts the most about all of this? Is it about the unexpected nature of it? Is it about the speed that it's all came about? Is it about a fear of of, of kind of getting back and, and improving again in the future? What part of this is it that hurts the most? Because I think everyone that's listening can can take from from your call that you, you are pretty hurt by it all. Oh, definitely. It's it's just watching a, a different Celtic team. 
for last year. No, I mean it's it's a uh, it's there's a lot going on in the world at the moment, Gordon. I mean it's yeah, and you know my what? dad's my 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 dad's a lot at the moment as well. No, I mean it's but listening. You just have a have a break, take a breath because life is difficult at the moment. So I don't want to. Let's not let football and things go out of perspective. So we hope that your dad's okay. I'll leave you, uh, leave you to try and, and compose yourself. I know things are tough. Tough. I mean, Jim Duffy at the ground. One thing he did say towards the end there, though, it's like a different Celtic team. They are unrecognisable, aren't they? That's not that's not been over the top. That's not been, you know, so critical or, or anything like that. But they are unrecognisable. Yeah, I mean, the performance levels have dropped uh, dramatically um, since since last season, um, Gordon. I, th- I don't think there's any dispute in that. Um, the chopping and changing uh, the side. I know it was a uh, it wasn't changed today, obviously from Tuesday, but generally over the season, you know, you've mentioned the goalkeeper that you know the back four changed all the times. The full backs have changed. You know the shape of the teams. Try three at the back, four at the back, a diamond in midfield, a four-three-three. Uh, you know, I mean, there's been so many changes um, to try and find some sort of level of performance. None of them have really worked for any period of time. I say there's been the odd, you know, performance here and there, and that's what we said before the game that they'd be looking for consistency, and momentum, and they haven't managed to find that. And again today, you know, as Ian said there, you know. It was such a lacklustre performance. You know, it's not a performance where you're a bit unlucky. You know, you you've battered the door down. The keepers had wonder saves. The ball's flashing across the face of the goal. You know, you've done everything in your power, and it just wasn't one of those days. It, it, it was it was nothing like that. You know, there was just there was no spark from anyone, and all the better players were in a St. Man jersey. And let's be put things in perspective from a football pers- uh, um, you know situation is that the, the gulf between the resources of Celtic and St Man are absolutely enormous and yet St Man won relatively comfortable I mean I don't I mean I don't know when the last time St Man won at Celtic Park it's been a long long time ago I'm presuming 1990 well, there, there you so, go. So yes, is the answer years, to that a long know, time ago. Over 30 years, so it shows you how difficult it is. And for St. Man to come here today and win as comprehensively as they did do, then yes, St. Man deserve all the credit. And that's always a disappointing thing if you're in the St. Man camp, you'll not get the credit they deserve because all the focus goes on Celtic. But, you know, um, from Celtic's point of view, you know, they can't argue about today's performance. They, you know, they, they got, they deserve nothing from the game and they got nothing from the game. But, as I said at half-time, I'm still surprised that Ayer is playing right back. I mean, as much as, you know, Duffy can get criticism and beat on, I mean, if you're, if you're saying who's the best centre-back, then Ayer's the best centre-back, so play him in the play him in, the, in his natural and best position. If you're going to sell Christopher Ayer, even down the line, you're selling for whatever many million you get, but you're selling him as a centre-back, not as a right-back. He's an OK right-back. He's a top-class yeah. centre-back when he's at his best. Right, Ian, you look after yourself. Give us a call back sometime, will you? Cheers, Gordon. Good man. That was Ian on the line. 01419511025. We're going to take a breather. Uh, David and Blantyre's up next. He thinks the players have chucked it. We'll speak to David after these. The games are over. The talking begins. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, Alex Ray, all still here. Jim Duffy is at Celtic Park, having watched St Mirren beat Celtic by two goals to one. Lots of other big results as well. Whatever is on your mind, this is the place to share them. 0141-951-1025. Let's go to David in Blantyre. Sum up your feelings this evening, David. 
Hi, uh, good evening, guys. Um, Gordon, Mark, um, and Alex. Um, it's good as well just to hear, obviously, uh, from your young one being born, Gordon. So that's a blessing and good. Uh, Thank you good very news. much. Very nice of you. Good news in times. Mhm. I think um, st- you just broke up a wee bit, David, but we've still got you on. You go. What, what, how are you feeling after that game today? Um, well, it's just been a case. I'm, I'm not really surprised because the last few results after uh, the, you know, the much um, noticed, you know, trip to Dubai when Celtic have come back, the performances haven't been great. Um, I, I, as much as I didn't want to, but I, I kind of wrote the season off. Um, after the old firm game at New Year, uh, I thought that was it. And I just feel now, well, there is changes coming uh, in regards to you know Peter Warwell, you know moving on. Uh, this you know the new chap came in from the, the rugby union, um, but I think the players have chopped it. I think it's just it's just it's just seems to me what I think is it's just rolling on and petering out, petering out. Um, there's players that don't want to be there. There's players that shouldn't be there in regards to the performances that I feel. Um, and there's a major restructuring needed right across the board, not just in terms of uh, the, the first team, but you know, recently there was a, a couple of uh, younger younger guys who have left. I think one of the, the guys went to Bayern Munich, uh, Celtic youth players. If these Celtic Rangers get the cherry pick of the best talent, in Scotland and then if they get so far ahead and then they can't see a path into the first team they're going to leave so that's what you're starting to see now I just think that a full a full uh, restructure needs to be undertaken it's not just to do with, with you know whether it's they bring a director of football someone to oversee everything and then as, and what happens in most European top European teams now you have a director of football um, you have a coach a guy who's the coach of players and the management team But everything Needs to be um... Well that's it I mean David You say everything So we've gone from Sort of players To then the coaching team Then management structure So let's go through That one by one I'm interested in this notion That, that you know you think The players have chucked it Because I think A lot of Celtic fans Would probably agree I wonder though If That is the case Or if Everything is going so wrong That their confidence Is now just at rock bottom And it perhaps Looks like they've chucked it I don't, I don't think it, it, it should be a case of that. You know, when they're in the, a privileged position to play for a club um, like Celtic or Rangers, um, when things aren't going, well, you've got to work. <laughs> That's it. You've got to work. You've got to pull yourselves together. Um, and it's to me, it's it's just dilapidating now. That's what's happening. The performances are getting worse and getting worse. It'll peter out to the end of the season, and whether there's changes in terms of the management um, at the club, um, we'll see. I, I would, I would, I was doubting because Celtic were pretty quiet on that front. Um, that with Peter Warwell announcing that he's resigning um, or retiring, um, that a new chief exec coming in. You know, I, I don't think they would. But Peter Lawwell would want to or, or be involved with sacking for for talking sakes, sacking a manager or leaving um under, you know, mutual consent and then a new chief exec coming in. I think that'll be left to him to deal with. 
Um, I've I've always been a you know a big supporter of Neil Lennon and and what he's done for the club as a player and a manager, but you can see it in the performances that there's there's no tune there's no tune out of the players whatsoever. It's just petering out, petering out, and that's what I think will happen to the end of the season. Uh, Jim Duffy, you watched them up close today, as you have done a couple of times recently. So that that notion of you know they've chucked it, they are not trying versus they're completely short of confidence and don't have any belief in themselves. What is it? No, it's, there's no case they're not trying. You can see players sprinting back. You can please see players sprinting forward. But confidence in football, at any level of football, it doesn't matter which team you are. You know, I mean, you've seen you know Liverpool over the last few weeks, up until recently, up until the last game there, people are saying, oh, how's this the same team that won the league? You know, f- football, it doesn't matter what level you are, can lose confidence and lose belief. And, uh, you know, and that's what's happening with Celtic now. They're making basic errors, elementary errors, and, and, they've, and they've lost that fear factor. For the, for the last nine years, Celtic's pretty much had a real uh, dominance of Scottish football because teams were fearful. You went to Celtic Park and you thought, listen, if, if we're one or two nothing, you know, if we lose one or two nothing, you're actually quite happy. Now teams are going and having a go because the, the, the fear factor's been removed um, because it was happening. And, and they know that Celtic are fragile. There's a fragility about them. Um, you know, and it's been... It's been uh, actually, um, it's, it's not just been mentioned. It's, it's, it's been, it's been from from within the camp. People have, have accepted that that's part of the the makeup now. So yeah, listen, there's a lot of things. I mean, the, you know, as, as David said there, you can go around, you know, and look at a variety of issues. There has to be changes made. There will be changes made, and I think there will be changes from you know all the, the various structures. Uh, and and I think that uh, you know Mackay um, uh, coming in, I think will focus more on the financial aspect and the, the you know the commercial aspect. And I think there will be a, a director of football or someone will take more responsibility. So I think I think there'll, there'll, there'll definitely be different departments now, and and it'll be a different uh, structure going forward. But at this moment in time. Celtic have to get back to doing what they, they, they do and be a team on the front foot, taking the game to the opposition. Uh, you know, and again, as I said to you, you know, that that only comes through getting two or three results back to back, and they just haven't managed to do that over the last three, four months. Yeah, no, listen, I agree with, with Jim there. That's no doubt that this is a critical point for Celtic right now at this moment in time, not in the summer. I don't think. I think just now. Now, I, I think changes have got to start. At the minute now, whether that's a manager or different parts of the full structure, I don't think you can weave it all for the summer for Dominic Mackay to come in at one day after Peter Lowell leaves and go right. Okay, how can we get a grip of this? How can we revamp this full system? It takes time. Celtic have got the perfect opportunity. I think everybody can agree that the league's now gone and there is no point in trying to cling on to something that's clearly never going to happen. They have a period of six months now to Peter Lowell weaves. Dominic Mackay comes in and the full shooting match has to be restructured. Now, I don't know what influence Dominic Mackay can have with Peter Lowell because David made a good point. If Peter Lowell makes a decision to get rid of Neil Lennon just now or in the next few weeks or it is mutual consent, then who picks the next manager, coach? Do you put an interim manager just now? Yeah, you think so, Alex? But, but without doubt, Willow, because what it does is it buys you time mm-hmm. to then uh, uh, unveil the guy who's going to take you forward. Because they but, must. But what I mean is, when is that? Where, who unveils that? Is that left to Peter Lawwell to do? No, no, or no, is that the, the new, new guy. Exec? The new guy who comes Mackay in. must do that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think it is. And 
Is see, it, is, see official, the fact, is official start date is is July, I think. Is it yeah. not? So yeah. how can, how can you do that in July? The first, you the, can't leave a new manager to come in in July. You're not telling me he's not sitting down with Peter Lowell and yeah, he's not in discussions. You know, of course he's. Yeah, that's been. what I mean. Yeah, Mark, you know Celtic Football Club better than is. You've played there. Now you cannot just stumble from week to week to week to week. And hope to get to the summer And wave a magic wand If you're going to start rebuilding a club You've Especially size of Celtic It's got to be tomorrow mm. It's got to be right now Because the Celtic fans Have had enough of this You've got guys on here At 53 years of age in tears That's how bad it's got So I'm sorry You can't just go Well there's going to be changes in the summer Change has to come now uh, David and Blantyre, thank you very much. Let's bring in Aaron, who's calling from Loch Lomond. Um, Aaron, how would you sum it up then for us at the moment? Sum up how you're feeling after a defeat, because that's the bit that we've been kind of discussing. You know, is the anger still there, or is, has that made way to just a sort of expectation that, that things are going to continue like this? Uh, nice to meet you guys. Uh, to be honest, it's kind of like the the grieving process at the minute. You know, I think in the beginning when I realised the league was gone, I was uh, I was angry, and then you know I was quite sad that we had blown. You know, the ten is a very important season, and now I'm slowly coming to the acceptance stage. Uh, but I do think Celtic need to focus and rebuild uh, going into next season. It's very important. I mean, and to put it into a perspective, I actually work away in Afghanistan for months at a time. And it's quite a depressing place, honestly. But not as depressing as what Celtic have been this season. They're making Afghanistan seem like Disneyland, honestly. And I do think everyone within Celtic Park need to take a good look at themselves and go, you know, we're getting paid good money here. And, you know, we're listening to St. Marin at home. That would never have happened under the Rogers era. There's a review I didn't wow. expect um, mm. I must admit Fortnite in Afghanistan Man, That may be a holiday this year That's I don't know Does that does Training that, camp for Celtic next year Does that sum it up <laughs> Jim Duffy When When you look at Neil Lennon for instance Or You mentioned Shane Duffy earlier on You're in a privileged position You can get into the, the ground today Not many people can What is What is the body language like? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's actually, um, you can see he's so frustrated with himself. He knows himself he's not playing. Well, listen, we've all been there. You know when you're having a bite of nightmare, it happens. You know, and uh, he knows he knows he's not playing well. You can see him getting frustrated. You can see him getting angry. But, you know, he's almost trying too hard at times. As I said, the, the guys were talking there, you see him going for a ball that he can't possibly win. Um, you know, he's, 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 he's wanting to try and do something that, um, you know, kind of lifts him, uh, whether it's a meaty challenge or a tackle. I mean, he, I think it was against Livingston when he came on, he the, the bad tackle in the, in the middle of the pitch. And things like that. He's, 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 trying, he's trying to be something that he's not, rather than maybe just take a step back and just say, right, what am I good at? He had one header in the first half. It went from the penalty spot into the centre circle. And that's what he got brought to do. Right, but he doesn't do it off enough. He doesn't assess the game. I think he's maybe totally underestimated the pace and the you know of, of of the Scottish game because you know as I said, teams are showing them no respect. Um, but listen, as I said before, I think that he needed that. He also needed a steady partner alongside him. I think he's played 
with about five different guys alongside him, which hasn't helped. He's played with three, at least three different goalkeepers, which hasn't helped. So there are different fullbacks. You know, he's played with Laxo, he's played with Taylor, he's played with Ayers, he's played with Frimpong, El Hamed. It's so many changes and different players in front of him. One minute it's Brown, then it's Sorrow, so on and so forth. So I don't think it's all down to him. I think there's a, there's a, there's a whole, um, you know, uh, situation, a, a whole level of uh, performance levels that, that have dropped, and he's been part of that. But you can see his body language, his head's down, he's beating the ground, he's getting frustrated. I like that. I like the fact that he's, he seems to be honest enough to know that he's not playing. I think when he was left out of the team, he actually didn't complain. He actually thought, well, maybe I deserve it. So, but yeah, he's he's, he's not played anywhere near the level that uh, people thought. And uh, I don't think Aaron's going to get a job as a Afghanistan tourist board. Um, I'll be, be giving him a call. But uh, listen, as I say, the fans are hurting. Uh, you, can, you can hear it, the frustration's there. And I'm with the guys. I, th- I don't think you can wait till the summer. Uh, you know, I'm not saying she should sack the manager, but things have to change. There has to be some sort of change somewhere along the line that, that gives Celtic fans hope that the, come the summer there's going to be radical change. Aaron, give us a call from Afghanistan one night. That's what you should do. Are you up for that? Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely one night I'm out, but just to make a quick final point, I mean, you know, I'm actually considering maybe, you know, doing a career change at some point down the line. And I feel I deal with pressure quite well, you know, uh, with the circumstances out in Afghanistan. You know, I look at Neil Lennon, I look at Celtic, they don't deal with pressure well. So maybe I should just send my CV in, you know, to Celtic Park and, you know, turn it around. Because the way how they deal with pressure is abysmal. But yeah, one night I'll definitely call from Afghan. And, and it turned into a job interview. This is the show just never fails to amaze me. Thank you very much, Aaron. In Loch Lomond, or around Loch Lomond, I should say. Who's in Afghanistan at other times Makes sense of it all Thank you Aaron Celtic fan An unhappy one Jerry is a Celtic fan How would you describe How you're feeling tonight Jerry? Well I'm, I'm deflated uh, It's it's embarrassing now um, I'm saying to the producer That um, Lennon now Is getting to the point where He could be presiding over The last four months With the Rangers and it's not beyond possibility that Rangers could stretch it to 40 points. And that would be humiliating for Celtic. People, the, the fans will forget about the two trebles that he was involved in, or two and a half trebles. The very fact is that at 26, as it will be tomorrow probably, then with two old firm games to go, it could it could nudge towards the 40, uh, 40 points mark. And, um, and I think he should have enough wherewithal to say I'll need to go here because if, if somebody else comes in it dilutes it a wee bit because then um, the new guy if it is a, a caretaker type situation then um, that will dilute it a wee bit um, the other thing I would like to say is uh, I'm not sure about this fellow Dominic Mackay I think Jim Duffy's right and there has to be somebody between him and Hammond because if we leave all the recruitment to Hammond I think probably Lowell had something to do with some of the signings but if we leave all the recruitment to Hammond, this, this guy's a rugby guy. So he's not going to say, well, let's go and get Shankland or let's go and get two or three other guys like that. And also the the academy is producing nobody. Let's be honest, um, three and a half years ago, Ralston was playing against Neymar. He's been at St. Johnson. He's been at um, Bundy United. He's made no progress. And even with Frimpong gone, he's still not the first choice right back. So... Who else is coming out of the academy? We've only had four in 15 years. McGeady, Forrest, McGregor. 
and Tierney. And that's all that's come out of the academy in 15 years. That's absolutely pitiful. To, to be fair, Jerry, I think a lot of academies out there would bite your hand off for the type of return that those guys have produced. But you're right, I'm sure, in terms of the, the recent history, the last couple of years, and what's round the corner. Maybe that's valid. I get the feeling that's maybe one for another night because we're a bit pushed for time. And you're, I'm interested in your initial point about Neil Lennon and... Lots of Celtic fans agree with you I'm sure that, that he should walk We hear it all the time Sort of do the honourable thing And walk He's made it pretty clear that In the past That he won't Do you think there's any chance That he would do that? I think if um, Kilmarnock I think if there's any points dropped At Kilmarnock I mean this is going to Keep on happening um, A lot of the players Are, are, are deflated As I said earlier um, Even players like Rogic Now he seems to be a bit In a huff from the the, the, the sort of collapse of the Qatar team that was coming in for him. He hasn't kicked a ball since that uh, deal has collapsed. And I don't even know if Sham is injured. He just seems to be nowhere near the first team at all. Um, so simply after a decent uh, result on uh, the weekend, or during the week there, the 2 nothing game, um, it still didn't engender any spirit for this game. So that means he's spent He has to walk He has to sort of do the right thing And, and just go Because Lawwell's not going to do it Well funny that you mentioned Cham Because I think Sky reporting tonight That Newcastle have made a loan inquiry For Olivier and Cham So maybe that's one to keep an eye on In the coming days The problem for me right, Selfishly uh, We're back to that I'd like to ask you different questions every week But the, the, the situation keeps reoccurring And every week Every time Celtic drop points the, the point is raised Should Neil Lennon walk Should he wait until he's pushed And we're back here again Because Celtic have dropped yeah. points again Anything new to add to, to that And whether it's likely And whether you Neil, think he should Neil Lennon's not going to walk Gordon There's not a chance in that Does and, every uh, man not have a breaking point though? I get the fact that Gordon, he's a fighter I actually, I actually And he loves think, the club I actually and all think his breaking point Was a couple of weeks ago I've, I've, I've looked at him I've seen some of his expressions In the touchline Some of his rants In the press And it looks to me as if It's a guy that's gone and that's the reason why I keep going back to the leadership at Celtic or the lack of leadership that they have to remove him for the mm. position. This can't continue. You see guys here saying, oh, he needs to walk. Mm. Now, the, re- the idea is that he's not walking. So and the, they have to take the decision to remove him. Well, I'll tell you what, some strong words from Neil Lennon in his post-match press conference. And I'll let you hear them next. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Mark Wilson Alex Ray Gordon DL Jim Duffy Into the final part Of tonight's show With me Gordon Duncan We're taking your calls And there's only really One subject on people's minds Out there I'm afraid Tonight St Mirren All credit to them Because they were fantastic And they deserve the win And they're going very well At the moment And it looks like They'll be Fancying a top six spot So we don't want to take Anything away from them But you'll understand The way things work In this part of the world When Things get quite this bad For the likes of Celtic Well um, The reaction is quite something 01419511025 Let's hear from Neil Lennon Listen carefully to this And let us know What you make of it There's a lot to get through But I'll pick out some of it For instance here um, Neil Lennon is asked Whether The players are letting him down Here's what he had to say on that Honestly At the minute Yes I would say so I think they have done for quite a while this season You know you're looking for you Again Modes of motivation, ideas. You know, we've tried the three different formations um, this season: four-three-three, three-five-two. You know, four diamond two. So, 
you know, we haven't changed our philosophy, our training programmes, that type of stuff, but I just think the mindset of some of the players is completely changed. If we approach the opposition like that, we're going to win nothing. If we play with, you know, no intensity and, and no will to win and, and just fulfilling the fixture, then we're not going to win anything. I would say this is the lowest point of my management here over the six years I've been a manager. This is a real test of adversity and you've got to show strength. You know, I want to show strength, but I need some response. I need some, you know, support from performances from players. You know, there's too many of them have um, been insipid this season, to say the least. Whatever walk of life you're in, in in football, you have to have a sense of personal pride and personal professionalism, especially at a club like this. You know, and to prefer to the players over the years that have done that, but certainly this season that has been sadly lacking for whatever reason. Maybe the uh, the pressure of doing the 10 has been too much for them, I don't know. Maybe they've just got tired of winning or tired of playing in Scotland or tired of living in Scotland. I don't know. That's a, you know, a question you need to ask them. Honestly, the players have let me down for quite a while now. This is the lowest point of my management here. Chris, as a Celtic fan on the line, how do you feel hearing that? Uh, good evening, Gordon. Good evening, boys. Um, I'll give you a few adjectives. Um, seething, dejected, deflated, scunnered. Um, this and all of the above, Gordon. Um, it's very easy to put the blame at the players. Um, I think every Celtic fan will be very honest to say the players haven't played worth a jot this season. Um, out with a six-seven game spell post Christmas, um, but at the end of the day, the buck stops with Lennon. Um, for me, tactically, even just going back to the last two weeks, we're playing Livingston away. Um, Duffy is having an absolute nightmare. He takes Chris Iyer off and leaves Duffy on. We need a goal. He brings Scott Brown on, a holding midfielder who then gets sent off. I watched the first half today. That's all I could stomach. Um, Duffy again showing his deficiencies. He's watching this boy day in, day out in training. Still picks him religiously every week. And then today he takes Peter off for young Welsh and leaves Duffy on again. And then again, when we're requiring goals, he's taking off You know, Lee Griffiths at half-time and bringing Tom Rogic on. So no Klamala, no Ajeti. Uh, no Mikey Johnson, forward-thinking players. Um, the, the two main points I had, Gordon, if you don't mind, um, season ticket renewals come out. Last year, it was the 7th of February um, that they sent us the renewal letters. Obviously, with the COVID pandemic, thousands of Celtic fans, like myself, my son renewed um, to, to follow the club, and obviously unknown if we get back inside Celtic Park this year. They'll probably be back through the doors in the next 14 days. And at the moment, Celtic could be as well putting banners around the top tier again like it was five years ago because there'll be no fans sitting in their seats, COVID or not, um, because the assurances that the club are giving are just not there. Um, also, listening to his post-match interview that I had actually heard a little bit before you played it there on the on the radio, um, you could copy and paste that for any game over the last 10 weeks, Gordon. Um, you know, we started well, we lost our sloppy goal, we dominated, we lacked quality. It's the same old nonsense game after game. He has the same excuses every time. You know, sitting there trying to catch his breath in cold air, looking dysfunctional and, and disoriented. He doesn't have a clue of what's going on. Um, Peter Lowell, obviously, retired at the end of the season, should have been processed by Neil Lennon's resignation. And if he hasn't sat and wrote on that tonight, the, you know, the, the, the three outside Celtic Park a few months back with the fans is nothing compared to what it's going to be at Kilmarnock away on Tuesday night. He has to go now. If he's a Celtic man, like he says he is, shake the board's hand, resign. I wasn't good enough but I wish you the best for the future because the legacy that he has got and he is a legend of the club there's no doubt in that if it isn't already diminished then it's, it's not far away from being completely gone to the Celtic fans Mark Wilson 
Neil Lennon's comments there The players have let me down For quite a while now And this is the lowest point Of my management I get what Scott um, Chris means sorry In terms of he's heard Some of it before um, but, I mean that's That's pretty strong stuff Pretty damning for the players I did say during the game That the players do have to take Responsibility um, However uh, I think coming out and, and being as critical as he was there Is I don't know if that's the right way of going about it It sounds a wee bit like them and us at Celtic That there is a divide between The coaching staff as in them and the players um, And I don't think it should be like that I think it should be a collective um, I, I do think the players are underperforming But I also think the coaching staff And decision making are underperforming also um, I thought that was clear today as well But it does seem to be that It's the players fault And Neil clearly pointing to I them. think he's every right to come out and have a go I, 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 Listen, I back him in that um, He takes responsibility, of course he does But the players got off so lightly They've let him down He's going to lose his job um, Everyone knows that We keep talking about the talent that's on the park The talent should be good enough to go and and not being disrespectful mm-hmm. But go and beat St Mern So I'm glad he's come out and said that I w- I feel for Neil I would like to see Neil leave the club Because that caller's right there In the eyes of the Celtic fans This guy has been a legend as a player and a manager He deserves to leave that way If he keeps going and this keeps going That ain't going to happen he deserves, he deserves to leave with a bit of dignity yeah. You know, people are talking about legacies there, Gordon It's still possible though Yeah, but, but the thing is If if he gets removed now Before any more damage Because you're listening to supporters there that are, uh, If he can't get a tune out of the players as well, Gordon I actually felt by Peter Lawwell coming out yesterday And saying that he was going to leave Is almost admitting that 10 was already gone anyway So by actually doing that Now Peter Lawwell has had great plaudits over uh, his time at Celtic with 29 trophies and rightly so but what is he leaving behind what is his legacy going to be with it here mm. and now they are imploding at, at an alarming rate I keep going back to this if Neil Lennon's not going to walk who has to take the decision the person who employed Neil Lennon well Andrew makes that point on Twitter he says this is explosive from Lennon once again to me it's crystal clear he will not resign he will need to be removed from his post so um, I don't know what to expect in the I, coming I, I, days. Gordon, I'm giving up guessing. Just quickly, I think there was a, a different tone to that blast for the players than there was against Fenis Varos. Against mm-hmm. Fenis Varos, I backed that. Mm-hmm. I thought he would like Daz, he was right to call it the players who didn't want to be there, and he was trying to get a reaction out of yeah. them early in the season. Now, th- that's gone. You're never getting a reaction out of th- players. Th- that's a fair point, Gordon, because I get you're doing mm-hmm. the managerial side of it and saying, well, the players are letting him down, so why shouldn't he say it? But if they, if they weren't gone already, surely they're gone now after hearing that. You, how, how do you get them yeah, back? Yeah, but, but I think I think Neil's gone tonight. I think you'll be I think you'll be away this week. Yeah. See, when you go back to the Ferenc Varos situation, I think he would have regretted that. And well, I think he did. I think no, he can almost say that. Or... So all of a sudden, he is calling players out. Now see the thing is If you just take a step back For this whole situation Gordon And you think to yourself Why do so many players Want to leave Celtic Having won nine trophies In the bounce Nine nine championships In the bounce And there's players Want to leave that club And and it's key players It's not your fringe players Gordon What is going on Behind the scenes That these guys want to 
Jump ship Culturally as well He's talking about Maybe guys are fed up Living in Scotland as well I don't, I, I don't know Is that a particular dig At players who've come From elsewhere Gordon, Well it Gordon, sounds like it what I, 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 Well maybe mean? not Because maybe Ryan Christie Wants to go to the English Premier League But yeah That's certainly what it But Alex makes a good point These players who have won Trophy after trophy Celtic is a magnificent club To be at When you're playing European football And winning things It is great But it is alarming When you're hearing The manager coming out And saying too many Don't want to be here you think why wouldn't you want to be at a club like Celtic? Right, I do want to take another call. So thank you to Chris. Chris, give us a call back because this one's going to rumble on and on. I'm sure James is in Denison. I think you'll be the final caller. James, make it a good one. How you doing, guys? All good. How are you? Um, more importantly, great. Great, thank you. Uh, not so much because I'm a Celtic fan, though. Um, I'd just like to start off with a good folk. Folk in the future will look back and see. Achieving nine in a row again, a great success, and getting a quadruple treble, brilliant. But we're in the football business, you need to push season upon season. And I think this has been a build-up for previous years. Um, there's, there's a few things that Celtic have got in abundance, uh, in my view. One is complacency, and the second is overconfidence, virgin on arrogance. And one thing they're lacking is ambition. Um, and I think we can see that with some of the recent statements that have been made, like Lee Griffiths, it's almost as if the Celtic fans should be satisfied with the nine. And, you know, let's not worry too much about the ten in a row. It just didn't happen, guys. Um, in terms of the ambition, they had a world-class manager with Brendan Rodgers. I don't think he achieved his full potential at the club because when you look at the Champions League, it's last-minute signings, season upon season, and how can you expect any manager to try and prepare a team with two months' notice when you're just bringing people in? I think if you look at Rangers, and congratulations to Rangers the way they've been this season, they've planned ahead, they've broken the bank, they've willing to do whatever was necessary to try and break Celtic's hold uh, in achieving the 10 in a row. And I think Celtic need to look across the other end of the city and see what Rangers have managed to do. And it's now Celtic's turn to play catch-up. And have a wee bit more ambition, guys. Sometimes you need to speculate to accumulate. Very briefly, Mark Wilson, take that one on. But we are uh, no, listen, I, I, I totally agree with that. There has been complacency. It's come in um, and he makes a great point there. Sometimes you do have to speculate to accumulate. Maybe that was a problem with Brendan Rodgers, that he wasn't backed. He did warn against complacency and maybe the warnings weren't heeded and that's why he went and... Look what it's left Celtic now Right before we go Something that I wanted Just to mark your card Because I know lots of you Are still listening into the calls If you want to um, Cheer yourselves up I know it's a difficult time We're giving away A Samsung Galaxy S21 Ultra 5G phone Head over to the website Right now You could win it Brand new phone from Samsung Might get Hugh Keevans One of these actually Amazing camera Just think of all those pictures You could take of that Scotland Pinini sticker album Head to online Clyde1.com For a chance to win this prize uh, And you can check out The Galaxy S21 5G series Which is out now, as for the football, I'm kind of running out of things to say. It was another incredible day in the East End of Glasgow and the post-mortem will not end here. You can head over to our Twitter feed and see all the reaction from Neil Lennon and others. We're back on Monday night, 6 o'clock, and we'll do it all over again. So make sure you join us. I'm sure it is one that you won't want to miss. Cassie's up next. She's in for George and the GBX.
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. For an unpredictable world, talk to Thompson's.com.